Hello and welcome to episode God knows what of the Lord Days. Um, this is exciting. We're speaking to Mr. George Rawlings about everything from dating, the woes of dating, and then making an app um, for this single, single loser. Uh, and we're all going to speak about our stories about being single too. Enjoy. This is The Dog Days with Ollie Scott, Junior Eldstar and Ian McKenzie. Hello and welcome to episode God knows what. We're not counting anymore, are we? 26. No. Oh, when did you pull that out? 24. No, no tw- two, two unreleased, so I think 24. This is 23 II, I'm going to say. Like you see on like a little textbook. We should do another series soon. We could probably just reset it to make it easier. Yeah. So series oh, two, episode one. All right, welcome, ah, to, yeah. welcome to episode one. Of series one. two. And uh, <laughs> guess who we're joined by in this episode. I'm very excited to meet Mr. George Rawlings. Hello. Hello, man. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, what awesome. a lovely it's voice. awesome to be here. I'm very excited. <laughs> Welcome. So I'm going to kick things off differently today. I'm not going to give an introduction to who you are. Um, we would usually say, you know, the founder of a dating app, and mm-hmm. I'm giving too much away already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to give you a quick question to answer. Okay, and the question is, what do you think people see when the world look at you? <laughs> what do you think gosh. people see when they look at you? Thank you, Grant. So how, okay. Um, I'm going to answer it. Honestly, okay. um, probably a bit of a dick, really. Wow. Like, it's a very honest answer, but I think I, I'm an, a, a weird one, to be honest, because I'm a bit of a rogue bloke. Um, I think, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I'll just say it. Um, I think when people don't really understand me and don't really know me, um, they sort of, I haven't taken a conventional route in how I've done things in my life at all. Um, my first startup was a video communication tool. It was really cool. And I haven't had that nine to five tied to a desk. I've always been a bit more aloof and on my own agenda. And of course, here I am, you know, making a bloody dating app to find a girlfriend. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Explain, right. Okay, yeah. so we're, we're diving straight in there. So you, you're, you share a, a thing in common with Ian and I, and you're, um, you're an F- SFL as we call it. Mm-hmm. So you're a single fucking loser. Yeah, correct. And um, what we describe as heavily single. So <laughs> you went you went a step further than us and you decided, you know what, I need to get laid. I'm going to build yeah. it up. That's why probably people think I'm a bit of a dick, really, when they right. look at me and go, well, hold on me, he's made this dating app to, you know, get laid. <laughs> it's not the case, okay, at all. It, this whole thing started off as a bit of a project. We were like, right, we're fed up with dating apps. We want to meet, you know, more people and how do we talk to girls and, and, and everything like that. And now it's formed into a business where there's a lot more of a, a an idea and a, a mission behind what we're trying to do. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Because I can I can reel off like 20 things that I mm-hmm. think are wrong with apps, right? Correct. But what, because when you, when you launch any business, making sure this is also business focused as well as um, personally focused, you look for a niche, right? And mm. fucking hell, there are so many apps in the industry of dating. Saturated completely. The, the problems I think that still occur are like decision paralysis. You yep. have too many options. Tinder, whoa, yep. swipe, swipe, swipe. FOMO, mm-hmm. what am I missing out on mm-hmm. if I don't, uh, if, I, if I go in all in 100% with this girl. Yep. It's an addiction, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's so built to be addictive completely. Uh, yeah, boom, boom, boom. And then next is the pen pal problem, right? Mm-hmm. And you speak about it Which on, is the, hey, how are you? Yeah. What do you say? How do you organize that date because to be honest the small talk is such a problem on the apps it's, yeah. it's honestly a complete waste of time I don't want I don't give a fuck to be honest that she also likes Lord of the Rings I can discuss that in person when I see her mm-hmm. or meet her whatever. and wear your orcish outfit yeah, in fact it'd be nice to know that ahead of the day <laughs> yeah no absolutely there's, there's another problem the deception as well, well I'm always Ooh. I'm always worried about you know is that actually what they look like what is yeah. okay? So oh, like on a dating app. I, that, yeah. I had yeah. one date on a dating app. It was Hinge. I can see mm-hmm. that, right? Um, <laughs> <our> podcast. <laughs> um, and it was that. The, the, yeah. the, the, uh, the, the drapes didn't match the curtains. I had a friend who <laughs> took a girl out from Tinder, yeah. and she turned out to be a different colour completely. Really? Fact, how does that even happen? Completely, yeah. She, <laughs> she said she was insecure and stuff, and it was, mate, it was honestly insane. Jesus. It's like three years. It's a catfish problem, years. isn't it? Yeah, so but that's a catfish, and there's a fucking whale. Like, that's a <laughs> species. Like, Anyway, yeah, sorry. But on so, any app, though, that, that could happen, of course. You mm. know, you've you got to be careful. You've got to keep your wits about you. You've got to be vigilant. Indeed. Apps, yeah. So, okay, so you've got all these problems. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's aware. Um, and the paradox of choice being a major one of how many people are out there. Paradox of choice. Yeah. Talk to me about this. Um, I believe, as you said, 
the fear of missing out, I really think, because there is so many people on there and there's so many options available to you, you don't know where to start. So people are now swiping and matching. When I say swiping, Hinge is kind of swiping. It's the yes or it's the no. Mm. People are now doing that for the sake of it, to match with someone, to give themselves a bit of an ego boost. It's a bit like a dopamine hit, straight away of like getting a like on Instagram or a follow or something. We're just doing it because it makes us feel good, because it's addictive. And it's that instant gratification of feeling accepted oh that's really it's okay. like, it's like yeah. random reward isn't it yep correct yeah. well because okay when I feel lonely okay I reckon you could even spot on my iPhone when I use my app right so I'll be sitting there lonely hung over on a Saturday or a Sunday and I'll go no one loves me you're a fucking sad <laughs> loser and I'll go on my phone Instagram and no, that's awful because I'm seeing the veneer of everyone's lives and I feel like shit look at that I know let's go on that little H on my, on my phone click on that immediately Women that have no idea who I am don't know I'm hungover on a sofa. I could be climbing a mountain right now or in Machu Picchu, which most of my <laughs> photos from blogs on there will say I'm at. And they, they don't know who I really am right mm-hmm. now. I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm hiding under a guise. So it is an immediate fix. It is. It's yeah, true. Yeah. And what you said there where you end up liking loads just to get that fixed, that's when you create the problem on the app mm-hmm. because you've got 20 messages that you need to send and then it's like... Oh, it's it, it happens all the time I, I have to delete the app and then get it again and I'm like I'm not going to do that same mm. thing this time I'm just going to match the ones that I actually like yeah. but you end up just matching them all just well, to that's like, why I yeah, you know start my own because obviously I ran out of swipes completed Tinder I couldn't you know, Comple- yeah. <laughs> completed it mate <laughs> completed it done game over error, error 404 couldn't go anymore <laughs> how, how does yours differentiate though? okay good question um we're trying to limit the choice, actually. So we're trying to make it much more... You know, we're talking about the small talk. And right now, you you line up a date for a week in advance. And it's all quite formal. You book out a whole evening. We're trying to get to the stage where it's very in the moment, right here, right now. And people, when they hear that, go, right, it's a hookup app. No, not at mm. all. You know, we're trying to make, get to the stage where you use the app when you want to date. So, for example, you're on your lunch break. You would... Um, hop on the app, see who's available right now um, and try and facilitate a connection instantly, very spontaneously. And we call that a micro date. So Mm. if you go on a a date with someone for 25 minutes rather than that whole giving up your whole evening, getting pissed with them and realizing, oh, I might have a connection with them when you're absolutely fucked. You know, trying to make it a bit more raw and genuine and meeting people for who you are right now. We're... We're six, seven weeks in. We're not at the stage yet right now where we are making everything instant. We've had to sort of align our app and sort of get out there, get it out there to grow the users first. And then we're going to turn it on in about a month's time where it is very much you use the app when you want to date. Mm. Right now, so we've, we've called it Honeypot. There's sort of areas in London where for the last two months we've been filling the honeypots with people. Right. But of course, those people who are in the honeypots right now are not necessarily available at the moment. They've just opted into wanting to date in that spot. Where's an example of a honeypot? Um, Clapham, Covent Garden, the city, Fulham, places like that. So we've are broken they, up London about 90 different areas. Are they areas. particular bars or restaurants or just actual locations? It's just locations. So it oh, used cool. to be the honeypot was the bar or the restaurant or mm-hmm. the coffee shop. But then when we were building the app, we realised the safety aspect of it. Why would you check into a coffee shop and know that two people are single over there? <laughs> Liam Neeson's it's got just a like, looking It's just like, it. you're just sitting there like this. It, it, the safety aspect, especially yeah. for women as well, you, it's it's a little bit threatening. Okay. Um, so oh, we so came away I'm in that. Fulham. Absolutely. And I want to, yeah. and how, can you see their faces? Yeah, yeah, can of course. You, it's normal okay. dating profile. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we just, we're going to get to the stage where you only see people who are available right now. And that's the difference by making sort of an active, conscious decision to check in. When I say check in, to use the app, it's what separates it of sitting idle and becoming stagnant on the apps. Yeah. And that's where all the problems Amazing. happen. What are some uh, perceived problems you predict might happen with that? Um, so if you thought like, I don't know, well, I feel like the problem is, no, I feel like some people, why I think your app's good is people take, you think too much about yeah, it. So when you're at it. home, you'll end up just like, oh, when am I ever going to see this girl? But if you're mm. a spur at the moment, I think your decision making might be a little less. And, and singles like to have that thing of let's be a bit spontaneous. And mm. I think that's it sort of resembles freedom to a degree. Um, and if we can sort of do that with our app where it's the fuck it, just go for it, just meet that person, give someone the time of day. And also, it's an, a, a dating app that you can meet someone and you've got the excuse to bugger off after 20 minutes if they're not for you. Yeah, The whole point is we're trying to deformalize it, really, the whole dating process and come away from these formal dates. How did you get yeah. to this? How did you get to this stage? Because I, I saw on a video that you, when you started out this business, it sort of started off as like an event. Yes, sort of thing yeah, you got yeah. people yeah. to Correct. first yeah. to sort of get people connected was, so we pivoted twice and in terms of a pivot that's like a slight realignment in your business model it's happened twice now so the honeypot initially was 
it was very much anti-dating apps, swiping sucks, hashtag ditch the dating apps, mm-hmm. completely against them. Mm. We were trying to drive singles to different venues around London. So for example, we would say, this pub on a Monday night in Clapham, there's a honeypot happening between 8 and 10. Go there if you're single, you'll be surrounded by other singles. Problem we were having, we weren't renting out the bar or anything, it wasn't an event, it was just fill this bar with with people. People were going there, but they were struggling to break the ice with people who were there for the same reason. Um, so they're like, well, how do I know here, who's here because of honeypot? And we were like, yeah, to be honest, we've had that problem as well. It's a bit shit, isn't it? Right. <laughs> so it's basically like speed dating, but shitter. I find that interesting that, that human, well, people in this day and age find it so hard to communicate sort of face-to-face and oh, they're more comfortable the behind ability, a screen. We've lost the ability to flirt. I'm sorry, right, but you're, okay, before... Okay, I imagine my granddad, right, he's sitting in on a train, it's like mm-hmm. a 45-hour train to Scotland. There's a lady there that's got nothing but a notepad and a pen, and that's mm. the only thing that's distracting her from speaking to a man. She probably yeah. wants to speak to a man. Now, right, so my granddad would walk over to her and be like, oh, we're going to get you a sherry or whatever. Right, now, literally, there is no entrance to me until my friend turns up to meet me at the bar. Mm. There's no way of getting into it. It's me. funny, because yeah. my granddad's... He married his uh, my grandma by meeting her on the train. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I'm here today See, because dog of days. Thank you very that's, much. That was the dog yeah, days or the dogging be. days. The dogging so like, days. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what I was going to say. And then not only is that a problem, you can't penetrate somebody's uh, gauge with their phone. Secondly, I think the most important thing is the decision par- par- yeah. paradox. Mm. Netflix, how yeah. many times, Ian and I live together, yeah. right? So we sit there and it's the same fucking process. We sit with the Netflix control and he goes, mate, I'm going to get it this time. Okay, fine. You got it. I trust you, brother. Five minutes in and we're Still looking at the same yeah. 20 films and we end up going for fucking Shrek 2 yeah. or something we've seen or 50 times. There we go, something you've watched before. Yeah. And if there was a choice of 10, you'd probably watch something that you haven't watched before, given that the time of day and probably come away from it, enjoying it. It's the same theory to dating. It's so true. Yeah. Or, oh my God, right, okay, so I like Shawshank Redemption, yeah, right? great film. I would watch that over again. It's like me going back to my ex-girlfriend. Mm. It's sort yeah. of like, oh, what do I do? Do I have to muster up new feelings for a film, go on a date and maybe I don't like them, mm. i.e. watch a film and not enjoy it? Or call the, you know, the ex-girlfriend up, we love each other, we know that, skip all that talking bollocks, boom. Um, I, this this happened recently, that. didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm not, oh no, filming this one. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a really, I'm quite a good case for you because I'm, uh, yeah, heavily single, very very scared of these dating apps. I don't want to engage in conversation. My job is to speak to people every single day. If I'm not yeah. doing that, I'm doing this podcast. Speaking to a stranger, not interested. Mm. I drink enough. Thursday night, I, I would rather see my friends and get drunk with my friends than risk the ambiguity of seeing a, a girl that bores me to death. And I've been on three dates where they have. So yeah, like, and it's hard to get out of it. It is. It's and brilliant. so do I just go, fuck the day. Or maybe I'm just made for my uh, ex-girlfriend. Or maybe I'm just like not made for... I'm asexual. I've got to the stage, yeah. Well, I mean, I've got to the stage where it's like, I might just be single forever. But yeah. why not? Because you, you, know? you tried a few stunts, haven't you? What, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we're getting ourselves out there in a very unusual way in terms of how we're, we're marketing Honeypot. We're not dumping money into digital ads. We're not doing that way at all. We... Rather than employing influencers to to pay them a few grand to do a post about us, that's so saturated in itself. You know, it's it's not working. All the hashtag ad thing, it's you're not getting the same reach as what it used to be. So we thought, well, how do we get the public to um, effectively influence, be influencers, and voice our product and be the voice of Honeypot? Let's think of some. Let's storytell. Marketing is storytelling. So we've thought of some quite creative messages. We put it on whiteboards, cardboard boxes, blackboards, and told a story to evoke some kind of emotion where someone takes a picture. Always got Honeypot subtly plugged into it, uh, okay. um, getting people them to tag an Instagram account, be it a business account or our accounts. Um, and it's things like, to my cheating boyfriend, don't bother coming home tonight. Enjoy oh. seeing this on Instagram the same way. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that. Outside Liverpool Street Station. Really? <laughs> I did see yeah, that. Oh my God, was that you? Yeah, it was indeed. Good thinking. Yeah. So, okay. Because that, because people were po- reposting that yeah. again, like, oh my God, yeah. imagine being that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Oh my God. Yeah. Good work, brother. So nice. I love that. That was sick. So that was cool. And then at the end, we said, PS, you're deluded if you think Honeypot's the next hinge. So, of course, it's like the girlfriend knowing that the person is behind it but the point is Mm. the tag on it was me I was taking the piss out myself and with all these stunts we're always the joke's always on us you know we've got some quite out there ones coming up Um, I can I can actually tell you what it is we're talking about um I have a micro and I'm proud of it, which of course it's a micro dating app. And when people see that <laughs> saying I have a micro, that and obviously it's referring to you know what. Mm. 
Oh, so I, I thought you meant Nissan. The record, the car. No, it's the record. <laughs> it's not true. John no, Dory. No, no. And then it says like at the end, hashtag size doesn't matter. But the point is, we are um, showing you can still make noise as a small, small startup, just mm. doing it completely differently. And also, you're a microdating. Exactly. So, oh, okay. that's the whole, this uh, is brilliant. Good writing, by the way. Thank you. Bravo. Because <laughs> I think yeah, that's that's what's going to get the. If you went down the saturated traditional route now, what is Hinge doing? And they've got way more money than you'll ever have. Absolutely. And they've got, to be honest, they've got a way better app right now. They just do. We've got something, it's an MVP, it's a minimum viable product we built. It's basic, it's watered down. And we're we're trying to get people to buy into the story that this is a dating app being built by London singles and born in London rather than some Silicon Valley monster that's come out. I think you've really got something with the the spur of the moment dating yeah. though because I, I like Ollie said it's a big commitment to say on a Friday night I'm seeing this girl but if part of my Friday night was seeing a girl and we both knew that I didn't have to stay longer than yeah. an hour yeah. and then if it ends up being a good date you will stay longer totally. than an hour it's just that you don't want to be locked in yeah. it's like when when can I leave how, how can I leave and you can say like I, by the way I have made other plans I really really want to see you again yeah. Like, yeah. well it's a bit it's quite good a micro date I've been on a few now from Honeywell. Um, yes. and, uh, and the great thing about it is you go into it and it's, it, it, because it's, I mean, half an hour, 40 minutes, it's, you come back and you want to a bit more after the day. It's not mm-hmm. like you've spent three hours with them and when you meet a stranger online, you spend three or four hours with them in the evening, you're a bit like, fuck, okay, now, you know, what, and so you can run pressure. out of th- things to say, totally. Yeah. And you can say something, I mean, I'd say really dumb things on dates. Yes. I know, I always... Give us one. What's the most... The, uh, <laughs> So we're on a date right now. Give us oh, a couple. I told them the the, the, the Amsterdam wait. Dutch story. Like I, wait, wait. You, not only dates, when you meet people sometimes face-to-face, the first yeah. thing you say is not always the brightest thing. So kind of, it's not, and, and there's a reason behind this. I, I personally believe in like being almost so stupidly vulnerable in the moment yeah. that there's nothing else that can go back. So I always, what I do when I meet somebody for the first time, I normally point out, the first thing I see, or like, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing at what happened that day. What the, the fashion launch thing? No, when you said to someone that she wore a oh, t-shirt. Famous girl. Because, oh, right, yeah, yeah. We, there was a famous girl who doesn't like me at all, and oh. mainly because of this. There's nothing else. I can't the name, can you? Can't, we can't really can't say the name, but she's really famous. And and when she arrived, we had a birthday party at a place, and she arrived, and I was like, oh, there was a pool. We were sitting around the pool, and I was like, are you gonna get in the pool? And she was like, oh, no, I've not got any swimming costume stuff. Yeah. And I was like, it's all right, just borrow my T-shirt. You're like one of those fat kids at summer in the pool. <laughs> with long... She... Yeah, yeah, with long... <laughs> and she was like, you called me fat? Yeah. fucking head off being like, waiting for her to laugh. And she was like, sorry, you called me fat? And I was like, no, you... the purpose of the joke, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm quite bad at that. The other thing I did on a, on a date... Did you say something worse than that as well, which we won't repeat? We won't repeat what hard. I said, but I, I, yeah. It kept going. I, it kept going, and then once, the, once the, sometimes depending on the person, if the hole is dug, it becomes a direct link to Australia. Um, so I, uh, yeah, and then on the on another day, I talked to her through uh, when I was eighteen. I had no money, and I mm. did some Dutch gay pornography in Amsterdam. You did, uh, yeah. And, and That's it's, it's, absolutely it's, hilarious. It's, if you type "man chained to dungeon" into Google, it's the first image that comes up. No lie, um, and. Yeah, I, I told her that day, thinking that she was going to laugh her head off. And yeah. at the end of the story, where normally people are erupting in laughter, she was like, I'm so sorry, That's that really is quite a sad thing to have happened to you. I've got to go. Like, it was like, oh, God, I thought <laughs> I'd be really funny. I also think I go quite camp. Yeah. I, I can sense camp yeah, yeah, in you yeah, as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, there's that people out there who think no, that. Honestly, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, get, I get it all the time. Yeah. What? No. I, get, I get a lot of guys who really? get on me, yeah. Yeah, I, but they don't think you're... Gay. No, but girls don't think you're gay. We have girls think yeah. you're gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah, okay. We'll go okay. on a date and they'll be like, you're quite quite feminine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're speaking about your feelings quite a lot. Why now I grew up in a household with my mum and I says, me, 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 you know. So, yeah, it's, it's tough out there. So thank you for doing this thing. No, away, no. away from like obviously dating and stuff, mm. you're obviously an entrepreneur, right? And right, I, I found yeah. this amazing that obviously you crowdfunded. Yes, and indeed. And I was trying to raise money myself yeah. and you managed to raise... Yeah. 120k yeah, in nine correct. days. What I for want, Honeypot? Yes, indeed. And right. I just want yeah. you to talk talk because we're mm. on aspiring yeah. entrepreneurs, we, and I just think that's an amazing. Thank you. Well, you know how I said Honeypot used to be events when we realised it wasn't working. We thought shit. We went full circle. We did an app. You know how are we going to connect people at that venue? Of course, Honeypot's not the venue now. We need an app. We don't have any money. Okay, we can't build an app on no money. We're not experienced enough coders to be able to to build this. We have to get development on this, and that's going to be spending. So we thought, right, let's do this properly. Let's just go bold. Let's let's crowdfund. We crowdfund off the back of 
an, a landing page, a pretty shit landing page, actually. It's really the and, uh, yeah, an idea and probably, you know, just huge ambition. Amazing. And, you know, around like that, people are buying in and believing in the entrepreneurs, not necessarily just the product itself. Mm. Um, so we, we, had a, we had a strong product of what we were doing, but we just went for it. We lined up a few angels who had deeper pockets than us. Um, and got money committed to the round already, you know, 15, 10, you know, and just sort of got a chunk of money, about 70K committed, and then made the campaign live on Crowdcube, and it just sort of followed from there. Crowdcube. Amazing. Yeah. It's really, it's interesting, because this is the thing that humans are, will actually want, and yes. they will crowdfund for this yes, kind of thing. Yes, totally. We're, we're trying to do it with a nutrition product that we just produce, and it's quite hard to explain the benefits of it, yeah. and it's really interesting. There's a guy called Mr. Bingo. If you ever get a chance... Look at the best ever, it was actually done on um, Kickstarter. Yeah. Best ever Kickstarter campaign. This guy is called Mr. Bingo and he just makes funny cards. Mm. Like, yeah. they're really funny cards. And um, and he just makes this rap video of him like saying why he's done it and like trying to fuck more uh, Royal Mail around and stuff. But <laughs> people take the most like bizarre approaches mm. to get together yeah. money. Mm. And they got like a million or something, mm. way more than they needed. Because people are like, this is actually really Amazing. funny. They buy into the campaign more than they do the ideas Absol- sometimes. Absolutely. And I think that's, we're now actively raising our next round. Okay. Um, and I think we're going to we're gonna stunt it. And when I say stunt it, we're going to get it out there in such an unusual Amazing. way. We're going to get the attention of the VC. We're talking to a few VCs at the moment, and we might look to crowdfund a bit of it, but it'll be a whole campaign around actual, actually a raise. Okay. Um, not necessarily just showcasing the product. It's all about I think how it's we're going to get ourselves out there. I see, that's what I, I think yeah. that's just so important for any like entrepreneurs listening. Yeah. I think because you've done you've done it before you built an MVP, yeah. right? So yes. you literally it was just an idea. Yeah. And I think well, we built from the raise we built the MVP. Yeah, yeah. So, so from the raise, yeah. so before, before the raise, it was just an idea, just and the, an idea, these people much. believed in you yes, guys, correct. right? And I think it's such an important lesson that you don't need to spend so, all this money to sort of to raise more money, kind of thing. If you have an idea that people want, or you know, yeah. More importantly, this culture wants it because I think people get so fixated on building this thing, and like mm. a mad professor in their little lab being like, ah, and they build this stuff, and it's like they come out and show the world, and it's mm. like a, a dog that meows. No one wanted that. Like, <laughs> oh, whereas, no. like, you, well, there's this that is saying, that, Henry Ford. Um, if you asked, oh, yeah. he asked. Um, if he said there was some quote where if he asked his audience what they would want, they would, they would have said faster horses, mm. but of course. He gave the car. Amazing. Um, but from our from our product, it was we looked at it where it was very simple. It was just like calling an Uber. You would go on Uber when you want a taxi. Mm. I wouldn't book an Uber for next Thursday, just like you do with a dating. There's so many people in this world. You know what I mean? You could open up the app, right? There's someone who wants to go for a quick drink now. Why the hell can't we do that with dating? Mm-hmm. The people are there. <laughs> It's true. Uh, I forget yeah, that. Yeah, look at it that way. <laughs> so it's also a timely thing as well. Because yeah. I think I would, if someone yeah. said to me, right, hack the dating industry, I wouldn't even know. Because you've got, I just, Bumble where the girl can approach the guy. Yeah. You've got Hinge where you can, you've got, I think prompts. Hinge is probably the <laughs> yeah. best yeah, one. Hinge prompts. Yeah. Okay, so another app that sort of similar things happen. Yes. So, is that similar? Because uh, you walk past someone, right? And it's sort of... Is it I don't want to slag them off, but it's their marketing. It simply doesn't work that way. They're just doing a radius query around you of where you go and pulls in people. Uh, is that what it is? It's nothing so you to don't do actually with, walk past someone... It's not to do with your phones going, oh, that's a ping, that's a ping. That'll be done I through Bluetooth. I did think that. I did think... Yeah. How would you no, do that? It wouldn't. It's not as... No. It's not because also oh, like GPRS also, isn't think, that sad. It's well, not it's, a, if you think about it, let's say you're doing your commute to work and how many people have got happen. Yeah. The the chance of walking, it's thousands of people you walk past and they've yeah. got thousands of users. Mm-hmm. How do they know that you both did that and you both caught their saying is you caught eyes with that person oh, and then it appears oh, that in the app. Say, oh. That's what they say, you caught eyes with that person in the park and now we're going to show you a profile. Sorry, how the fuck does that work? What? They're yeah. still not like telling you to go on a date with mm. them instantaneously, are they? No, mm-hmm. which is the biggest difference. Mm. Yeah. So we want to do a stunt with you then. I think, yeah. I think we can even speak about it in this, yeah, totally. in this podcast. I think, so this the idea is, is to, do a, to do a live, I guess a live podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I quite like the idea of either you or I or, or mm-hmm. somebody else going over to people and, and bringing them down and saying, why do you think you're single? Because I don't, I think people are, there's a lot of people that are single in London. Yeah. And I think you get a varied answer to that. Mm-hmm. Most of the times, I think it's going to be an answer to why your ha- your app is being built. Wow. Which, well, well, I do. <laughs> well, I think uh, why are you single, George? Ooh. Well, why do you think earlier, you're single? I'm a bit of a dick, really, aren't I? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we can tell you're not. No. Um, uh, I tell you, I, I, I've been on dates and I could have pursued, but I just I'm Whatever not in the head. <laughs> yeah, I could. I'm not in the headspace right now, and mm. I hate that saying. Oh, what does pursue? Work, as in, I I could have 
I'd be more invested in it. No, I did. Oh, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> no, I could have been more invested in it and, and really gone for it and make something out. But and I, as I, said, I don't like that saying, oh, I, can't, I don't want to go for it and I'm too busy with work. Because mm. if, if you like them enough, you make time for them. Mm. But I'm, I'm talking about dating and trying to get people to date all the time. I don't want to think about that right now in my own personal yeah. life. But I enjoy dating. I enjoy meeting new people. And it's exciting. I want to, Dating should be exciting. And sometimes you, it's a chore with people. Have you had a long-term relationship before? Yeah, I have. A How long? When I say long, six months. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, that's long, isn't it? Eight years, brother. Yeah. That's four, too long. Four years, <laughs> one year hiatus, four years. Blimey. Yeah, I'm scarred. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah wait, nice. so six months, that's the longest. Uh, I've had two six-month relationships. So you've done a lot, because then my, what I would say. Yeah, what well, would say, where are you going with it? No, what I was going to say, because that means you would have had to date quite a lot. I, yeah. I've never really thrown myself into dating before. Mm. So. Also, I don't, <laughs> this, this is funny, actually, because, and it's like I'm sort of now undermining the apps. I don't like to use the apps for dating. At all. Uh, sometimes I, I've jumped on Hinge, and I've obviously used my own for a few, but I like that whole, in real life, you yeah. know. But people struggle with that. I, I know that. And people, it's that first approach. It's that first, like, you're in a bar. How do you actually go and say hello to that person? But isn't that, isn't that so much more exciting? It is. Oh, it absolutely is. You but people know. don't do it because of the fear of rejection. <laughs> well, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Where, were we when, where were we when we... Um, we were, we were saying, just go, you were like, oh, she's good. I was just, go, go talk to her. And you were like, no. I was like, yeah, no, go talk to her. It's, it's, it's not I've just got a like, like that. You just says, go talk to her. <laughs> it's, it's hard. There's the fear of rejection, but also, I feel like you don't know what's appropriate this day and age. Like, mm. is it appropriate so just to... coming off? <laughs> yeah. yeah, to like, I don't know, you see all that shit online of the day game. Hashtag there's me there's too. people... Yeah. Oh, the, 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 the pick-up artists. Yeah, the pick-up artists who go up and just like... Just neck a girl mm, around. Hey, hi. <laughs> like, whilst they're walking down Oxford Street. I was, okay, but why do... Okay, so why do people find it so hard? Well, why is it because technology is there and it's just easy? No, mate, it? it is. You're completely right. Fear of rejection. When, yeah. when Katie is with three other girls, mm. like, and then da 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 da, yeah. and she's like having a really good conversation. You're like, wow, she's so beautiful when she speaks. Yeah. You're gonna walk over to. <laughs> and her. It's, her, it's her friends being like, look at this dickhead. Well, right. a, because those those friends have been rejected. <laughs> yeah. So those friends, when you walk over to the hot girl, or other than not, whatever your type is, out of the four, you're saying to the three other girls that she's talking to, fuck off. Yeah. Right. So they then look at you. Yeah, it's true. And, and what's it gonna say? You remember the launch party the other week? Yeah. And you said to me, go and talk to her, bruv. Go talk to her. I was yeah. like, okay, fine. Did you go, bruv? So bro? I did, bruv, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> other bruv had about 19 beers in it. So I was like, right, okay, now's my chance. He did. And Hello, then, you are. It just turns out that they were four models because it was a photographer's uh, launch party with their agent, this little oh, puddly and hard lady. And she was like, hello, love, how you doing? I was like, yeah, I just came over to ask, um, ask that girl a question. She's like, all right, good luck. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and then like Pooch and these other girls are watching me. And I've just gone like... <laughs> I just wanted to say, oh God, what did you say? You didn't say, I just want to tell you you're beautiful. Yeah, I did. Oh, oh, God. And then she was like, all of them were like, fuck you now, me too. The funny was like, honestly, I didn't puke in my mouth. That was disgusting. And I was like, oh, it's like six of you. And she said, by the way, it's not, it's not your fault. She has, a, she has a boyfriend. I was like, oh, I'm never doing that again. So, and I, I already feel red in the face from telling that story. So I've never really I thought, how, the f how am I ever going to over overcome that problem? It's what's the approach, isn't it? Was that a good one? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm no dating expert. Yeah. I'm involved in a, a tech mm. company right mm. now, an app. I'm not, I don't have the, the key to dating. Mm. Do you not all. have an algorithm for us? No, not at all. No, there's no algorithm. Right? We're not matching people in that way. That'll be such a weird thing. You go into a bar, um, function, delete, left. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is—it's the approach as well, which is so key. Okay. Um, I think it's wrong to tell a model who gets told she's yeah. beautiful all the time. You're really beautiful. Very true. She's a model, I mean, fine. Yeah. Well, it's like it's similar though. You need to stand out and do something they're not expecting. Mm. A bit of a you should chat up the not, agent. They're not really expecting at all like on the apps when you actually chat with them mm. if you say hey how are you you've lost it already I know I, yeah. I saw on a girl's dating app it said uh, you should not match me with me if you, if you ask hey how are you yeah. Yeah. and so I was like oh. to flip it to put it on the girls some of the stuff they come up with when they chat to me is terrible as well I quite, like, I quite like okay I've got more respect for a girl saying a punky thing that's come out of nowhere than us because it's almost like oh they try it that's quite nice mm. Don't stand next to the sign that says "well-behaved women seldom make history." I can oh, tell you that. that's the one. That's the one. That or, and speaking of like go uh, food. nuances, food, right? <laughs> what is this? And this is why Hinge has become a little bit annoying because there are so many trends that 
with women that have even spoken about their profiles to each other it's like don't match me if you don't enjoy Sunday cuddles at McDonald's yeah. or like there'll be a photo of them eating a pizza <laughs> oh live my best life oh like, great just, for fuck's sake but then I guess we're, we're the same like there'll be blokes with dogs Do- blokes I've always heard have dogs, dogs. Are big for blokes yeah don't walk in yeah, walking, although we match you, Pete. I like traveling, or there's like him and a baby, or whatever, because mm. I can have a, I can mm. father a child. I did a bit of an experiment to see how I can filter out the honest women on a dating app chat. So my opener was this. Oh. Okay, so I said, What's your bra size? No, not that. I just said, When was, when was the last time you weed in the shower? And if they, if they say, well, like, What are you on about? Never. You're all a liar, not interested in the dishonest girls. Wow. <laughs> they said, Oh, last week. Great. I'm George. Like it, okay. So straight, I, straight I, I, to the truth. I said, yeah. "What's the lot? What's the thing you're most embarrassed?" And this made me gag. Right? I was like, "What was the oh, thing no. that you're most embarrassed about?" And this girl was like, "Well, I laughed and farted at the same time last week." And I was like, "That didn't work for me." But thanks. But it's hard for both sexes, isn't yeah, it? It's it hard is. out here. Going back to um, the app, you've only yeah. got uh, like minimal viable product now, right? Correct, yeah. So, what's the next step? What are you gonna? What's the next step? In there is that we're making the honeypots boroughs. Um, we're adding story feature into it. Amazing. That's coming out in the next few days that you can just do a short video because as I said earlier, we're filling the honeypots with people at the moment where you actually check in and you see profiles on there, but you don't know who's available right now. So the story feature will make it like, oh, I'm here with my mates in the pub and that uploads to the honeypot. Anyone who's also checked into that area will see a story to make it like who's available now. Ah, uh, I see. And then, so, and then the next stage is we're coming away from areas and dropping a ring around you so the rings overlap and that ring will last 24 hours. So you only ever see people that are, who've dropped ah, a ring in okay. 24 hours. Oh, so you say, yeah. I'm open to dating basically yeah. in yeah. this area. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, so rather than doing it on areas, because the problem we have at the moment, let's say you've got two areas, mm. you know, and you're on the border here but you're checked into this honeypot, you won't see people in that honeypot. Mm. So we need to do it where a ring and it's a mile radius ring and it drops, and whenever you move, it pulls in people who have mm. also made that decision who wants to date that day. That's a really good yeah, idea. Yeah. Is, What's um, and on the profiles? I think the profiles are important. Mm. What? How are they going to be built? Uh, like? It's literally for now. It's just profile pictures, job, mm. height, age, um, and a bit of a bio. Uh, it's and we we have made it right now. There's this check-in status, so when you check in, you write like anyone fancy a 15 minute coffee. Oh, okay. But we're trying to replace that with the story feature. Amazing. Um, oh, so what you expect to be able to like film themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say. like Instagram, just like do yeah. a short story and that pulls into your profile. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think it's just it's interesting with with tech startups is you have to be so like you have to keep up with the trends yeah. kind of thing then you have to yeah. be so yeah I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to say current, pulse yeah, on the cultural pulse what you're doing. Yeah. well that's the thing you're going to have on trend. The, the bulk of your money now mm-hmm. as I'm sure if you ask any of these apps mm-hmm. is the new software the it regeneration is, it's the development time. it's a joke how expensive it is but the good thing is as you're, you're they always say if you start a business where you are your own target customer mm-hmm. so you will be using your own app hopefully yeah. to find dates yeah so that'd yeah. be quite a good way of testing well, whether it works. T- no, totally. And I, I've, as I said earlier, I've used it and I've been on a few dates from it. Amazing. But because we are, I mean, we like to be relatable to who people who we're marketing to. We feel like we're almost marketing to ourselves because we're single ourselves. You know, mm. we, we, we kind of understand. We've looked at what the problems of the current ones are. Realised, well, how do we make this better? As I said, we've, we've overused them. We know it works. No, it doesn't work. Let's bang that into an app. Mm. Um, but, and I think with our, with, Right now, before we have an established brand, we very much are the brand. You know, the way we do, we run our Instagram, our LinkedIn. They're following the story of two co-founders who take the piss out of each other and have a laugh. Who's your co-founder? Uh, Matt. Matt, yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Hi, Matt. I was told there was a girl that was a co-founder. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. she, so she's sort of a bit of a silent co-founder with us when she sort of has the, the female point of view and helps us out with things like that. But it's, it's me and Matt. Um, sort of fronting it and she does help out in the background yes interesting and how did you gather your co-founding team Um, I went to school with them actually he was a few years above me but my best friend he's his brother Um, Uh, so that's how we kind of we kind of met and went from there I Um, want to ask you a quick question just around the dog days because you've not asked much about that but it feels like this has kind of been born out of another thing that you've done before and you've obviously taken a step into entrepreneurialism yeah what was the journey into that and was it a smooth plain sailing journey um, dropped out uni to start my first thing. Um, never thought I'm now going to be an entrepreneur. I just had an idea with my brother-in-law to to basically how uh, someone's mini. When I was looking at getting a, a, a new car, um, 
this a whole finance plan thing. Minnie sent me a, like a, a link and it was the Carmen showing me around the car. I was like, that's really cool. And I wasn't really going to buy one, but I was just looking. Um, and I thought, well, hold on a minute, that's a really great way of engaging with your customers. How do you do that with video email? Found some software over in the States called BombBomb and white labeled their software. So I, I basically rebranded it and sold it into estate agents, schools, recruitment agencies. Um, and I still use it now. If someone sends me an email, I just hit a button in my Gmail box. Oh, you up. spoke about this. Yeah, and I just, I just send. You a, got a video email mm. from you, George. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. So if someone emails me, I just do that, and that was the software what, it we just used. Films you. Yeah, from your webcam or your phone. I don't type. Sorry, it takes too long. What's the point? What's you just send these videos? Yeah, I just send the videos all the time. Unless I need. <laughs> it's like, um, no, if I need to, if I need yeah, to do it, like, sure. One of my friends, Elliot, who's like fucking super. I mean, he's my business partner for the yeah. nutrition thing, and he's like almost robotic with like how he, how he does things. And one of his, he signed up to an email thing where it's like this email will contain no le- no more than five sentences because no email ever should. Otherwise, it should be written in a letter and you should attach it, sort of thing. So I might send this to him, but I can't yeah. imagine him being like, "Okay, see you at five. <laughs> <laughs> the video comes up to him. He's gonna hear I this as well. It's like, what's the point of that? You could just say, "See, it's for longer things." And it's, say you've just had a call with someone, you just want to oh, okay, touch I see. base and so it's just you, easier. And you created this thing. So I sort of rebranded their technology. But okay. the thing is, it wasn't really my baby because it wasn't my own proprietary technology that we That's built from scratch. But then it it got me exposed to how how important face-to-face communication is of, try, of trying to get face-to-face through video email, mm. which kind of brought me into the dating thing. Have you ever of, felt lonely before? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> when yeah, did this... you feel, or when have you felt most lonely? You know, I'm in a high-risk game right now, <laughs> okay? I mean, my chance of failure is fucking high, and I'm not, you know, fine, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm making this dating app, but I've no way made it at all I'm at the very beginning seven weeks into launching this and the odds are not in my favour so it's you you the doubt kicks in the sleepless nights and you think am I doing the right thing but you just got to keep going um and it's 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 in terms of loneliness I don't have that sort of team morale around me I've got my co-founders and my developers who are all sort of remote and on the phone to them pretty much every hour but it, I don't have like an office where there's lots of bouncing off each other and that team spirit I'm very much my own lone wolf. What would you do work. to stay resilient? Um, sort of, or it's something you believe in, isn't it? It's yeah, it is you've... something I believe in, and I believe in it. I believe in it so much of what I'm trying to do. I don't think we would have got this far if we weren't onto something. We know everything we stand for. This whole identity of microdating and deformalizing it. But yeah, we got investment fine. But I'm selling my flat. I'm, it's the one thing you know my parents wow. told me not to do. Don't sell your equity. I've got on the property ladder quite young. Um, I'm selling it. And I'm going to the very end. Well, that's, that's the that. big step. Yeah, I, love that. I was going to ask you, how does everybody see you? Because we, we were speaking before the podcast yeah. started, and you, I think everybody around this table has felt people that you've grown up with, even friends, don't always love your success. No, indeed. And I have, I've had things that worked and things that haven't worked in, in life. You know, there's been a few other things I've tried that haven't really gone the direction I want uh, wanted. Um, but yeah, you're right with people. That's why I said at the start, oh, how do people perceive you? And oh, a dick, you know, joking around. But it's the people who are looking into and been following my progress since I left uni and started my first thing, who know of me, who might went to, might have gone to school with me or went to uni with me or I met through a friend of a friend, follow each other on social media. They don't really understand me. They don't really know me. I've got five to six close friends that I can count who are my biggest supporters. But those sort of acquaintances are the people who are not your biggest supporters. Mm. Your close friends and the people who don't know you, the anonymous people looking into your life and following your story, you're also your biggest supporters. It's those people in the middle ground who judge you. Whose opinions do you care about then? Don't give a flying fuck about any of them. No, as in no, I, my family for sure, who are very supportive of what I'm up to. Um, my, I, I like constructive criticism and feedback, and also good feedback from people who I don't know. It's always nice to get a, a DM from someone saying, you're, you know, we're loving your marketing, keep going. Mm. You know, your your persistence to just keep mm. getting yourself out there that who's, makes you feel good. Whose message feels or hits the deepest? Um, it's it's probably when you hear things behind your back that haven't been said to you of these people who are not a fan of you and I don't it's over the I used to really care mm. and now it's just straight over the top of my head. how have you managed that because I think it probably even fuels me to 
to make do. a success of this because if people are watching me wanting this to fail, and there's lots of people out there who mm. want this to fail, I know there is, which is a shame. We're not like the States where people celebrate success. No, in the no, UK, no. people look at this and go, It'll fail. It's, yeah, then they're sitting in their nine to five thinking, oh, God, look at him. Yeah, and then they'll be the first yeah, uh, when, you, when you do make it. They'll be like, oh, if, mate, if congratulations, happens, yeah. buddy. Let's totally. go for a pint. Totally. It's so true. Yeah, I think <laughs> people naturally just want oh shit if he does that then he's doing better than me and that's yeah. just fucking long I've got it off my sofa now but I think that's typically the first thing people think in the UK is mm. oh that's really novel I mean my family do this the whole time my mum and my uncle do it quite a lot I'll tell them a mad idea and they'll go Oliver that sounds fucking ridiculous don't do that yeah. just stay in what you're doing yeah. because the, the baby boomer generation were like that you yeah. you buy a house you buy a car and you shut the fuck up and you carry and on you like don't stay just, in that job don't get just, found out no. yeah whereas we're the opposite now we rent things yeah. we, you know we don't have any longevity in anything that we do. It's true. It's all about the quick dopamine fix. So therefore, mm. we want the new shiny thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then, and people that aren't, don't live that life mm. struggle to relate to that kind of uh, magpie mm-hmm. brain that we have. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm. I would say I'm fairly creative anyway by nature, and I can't be in that nine to five. That rat race. That rat race. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. I don't want to. This all works. Don't want to be. Have you tried it? Yeah. Have you been in that kind of? I have job. never got myself to that stage no. because I don't want that. Really? And I will I do my very best to never have to do that. And I'm, I'll probably look in two years' time and I'll listen back to this podcast yeah. and be like, ah, oh, so why, why do you think? <laughs> how do you know you don't want it if you've not tried it? What is it that scares you? Sort of like, hey, no, I'm not a fan either. Yeah, yeah you are. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> what are you lying for? <laughs> Interestingly, on the rat race, I, watched, I rewatched The Matrix last night. Right. And it is when you rewatch when you're older, because I watched it when I was young and I was like, whoa, Kung Fu Man, like it's so interesting. But when you actually rewatch it, it just tells you so much mm. truth about how the world is today. It's well, quite what, scary. What did you pluck out? What's your. Well, I plucked out from it that we are control. Well, we are controlled, and a lot of the majority of the human race are in a rat race, and they are just so comfortable in being in this nine to five in mm-hmm. the matrix world, as you say, and they don't free their mind to do what they really want to do. Well, totally. I, I heard something. I was on a panel talk with a friend, Ali Fakeki, who's doing a kind of similar thing. He's got an MVP product, at a similar place to you, and this person said, like, how do you, how do you keep resilient? How do you remain happy? Whatever. And he, he had a really good answer, and he was like, everything in this world is designed to make you feel inadequate. Like advertising, jobs, TV, social media, anything that you do, it's you're meant to not feel good enough. Mm. So then you play to the rat race game, you play to the it capitalist the game. It feels system. Yeah. You said to me that, what's that lie that him said? We're designed to be deleted. Yeah. I love the fact that you can... <laughs> Your first thing was, all right, well, I'll delete the app then. I'll start yeah. my own one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. Because they're not fucking... It's designed to make you feel inadequate. Yeah. It's designed to make you feel that you're missing out on something and there's something else out To there. your point, though, I think that's why a lot of people are trying to start businesses or starting project ideas because the way that everyone's... You, you'll see someone like you doing something, you think, oh, I can do something mm. like that. And because we're now living lives of comparison, I think a lot of people are getting brought into this world when they don't want to be in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. There's also there's entrepreneur porn. You know, there's yeah. kind of like, mm. hey, I'm living my life and all this shit. Like, oh, I know, and people glamorize that whole thing. 100%. Like, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, there's... Quit, quit a job start a yeah. sneaker business what yeah, like, okay. I'm driving a Lamborghini you yeah. want to drive a Lamborghini like me yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy my ebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, nah, to be fair to Gary Vee he clearly says that this is not for everybody no he right. does there's, but there's people when you watch any video on YouTube there's some guy it's kind of a joke isn't it like yeah. a shit like a shit house but he's got a really nice yeah, car in his garage <laughs> mate yeah. I nearly signed up to a fucking ebook when I when I wanted to well, start my own business yeah, you know? you did, I, I mean I've, I've been to Jordan Belfort talk before back in like 2013 what was it like? Awful. Really? Like, even, but even when I was there, some of this pen. Yeah, mate. Well, you were just hammering notes. Weren't you? I was. Writing, <laughs> yeah. I was writing notes, but then I was like, he's, he's got that weird like New York and American voices, and yeah. yeah. I was like, I can't. Yeah. No wonder he sold so much shit. I was like, I, right, I, buy whatever you sell. It's so culty, and like you know how there's the chanting. <sighs> right. And, so they did this thing, and he was like, okay, yeah. I've got a, I've got a big deal for you guys at the end, and it was like this one for like three hours. Right. He goes, there was a, an hour sell of his course, which is a grand and a half. Right. And he was like. I'm going to reduce this for damn people. The first people want to get to the end of this Mate, room and it's like, for fuck's sake. I've had that before. Yeah. I went to something. Uh, I went to Eric Thomas. Do you know him? No. The, oh, the black guy. That's I, like, I used to yeah, love the, Eric Thomas. The hip-hop preacher. Mm. He was in London, but one of the guys before him, he spent this whole thing. He didn't realise he was actually selling the audience something the whole time. So then he's like, okay, I'm also I'm going to let you into my trader course and I'm going to do it for one person. I'm going to pick out one person out the stage. And he picks out this person and then he's like, okay, so you're going to, you just have to, you have to spend two grand. And he's like, do you know what? 
fuck it, I'm going to open it to 10 people. <laughs> and then like, he picks more people and they're buzzing and then he's like, oh, fuck it, you can all have it. And then he's like, go speak to my team now at the back and then sign up. And I went over there because I was like, oh my God, yeah. But I realized there was like nearly 100 people signing up, giving him two grand there and then just to buy this one course. And that was the sell. And I, his name was Darren Charles and I YouTube this thing and you can watch it on YouTube how he does it. But that's Man. what that, that is. So many of these things. That he's literally selling in, He's selling to you and yeah. he's teaching you how to sell. It's yeah. like the biggest, snakiest thing. It's like what? the Get Rich Quick scene. It's oh, just yeah. like... Come on. All of them. Why are you doing this? Why have you not done it yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to teach it to me? It's yeah, the same as it's like having a personal trainer that's got yeah. a beer belly. I I don't yeah. I don't worse. I had a guy in the sauna the other day and he had the biggest belly and he was just like I was like, What'd you do, mate? He was like, Oh, just personal training, mate. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> How much <laughs> personal work have you done there? <laughs> No, that's really bad. Anyway, so we bring it back. Bring, bring it back. back. So um, I'm going to quickly dive in with the stock question because we've got 10 minutes or so left. Um, one of our questions, is, and actually it leads on quite nicely to what we're speaking about now. Um, how old are you? I'm 27. Oh, okay, we're all the same age. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm 28. <laughs> I think you look better for your age than oh. Ollie and I. Yeah, oh, I'm, no. I mean, that's no. what boozing does, man. No, honestly. dude, I, you were just talking about beer belly and I just sort of hunched over. Oh, really? really? <laughs> made it worse. You're quite, you're quite a slim chap. Like, no, no. Not really. You got Gary the gut down there. Gary the gut. See my mate he, he calls it the Derby Kelly. Derby Kelly. Derby Kelly. He's got, he's a bit, he makes up Cockney rhyming slang. What was No, it's made up already, Cockney rhyming slang. A Londoner, so I know yeah. oh, it is the beer, though, isn't it? You just feel it. That's all the dating, Buster. Yeah. That's all the dating. Yeah, you've got to change that. So, no, the question is, um, and it can be around um, beer cuts if you want, but the question is, if you were in a room full of 21 year olds, only, only six years ago for you, uh, what would you say? Um, don't my let me think this through, probably be about downloading your app. Yeah, <laughs> basically down like no, be about failure. Don't see failure as a bad thing. I think that's a stepping stone to success on everything you do. You know, there is no. I really believe there's no such thing as failure because it's always just your own personal development of getting to the point where you want to be, um, and things that will happen for a reason. Um, but yeah, stepping stone to success. Okay, I, like sure. that. I love that. And then the next question to you is: Can you? What would you change if you were back in your 21 year old body shell? Yeah. Oh, what would I change? And then after that, we've got some more jovial questions from okay. Junior coming up. Um, I would have, I would have wanted to gone into dating earlier. <laughs> I would have. No, it's in like in terms of this industry. I would. Have, I'm, I feel like I'm getting past it. Well, like thirteen. No, no, no. As in twenty-one. Right. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. So getting into dating. In yeah, actually, not gone to uni. For me, really? I wish I didn't go to university. Oh, okay. Totally. Genuinely. Yeah. What I did two you study? Years there. Geography. Um, oh, wow. did two, I got really depressed, actually, there. Really? Yeah. And I left uni thinking, what the hell have I done? I still got a student loan for two years of not getting a degree. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. I'm not an academic. I don't think in that way. Do you think um, you've applied your geography knowledge no, to your honeypot uh, radius? Yeah. Maybe. That, probably. Okay. I think people, especially when you come towards the end of school, people get funneled into... University outside of thing to do. You don't don't need to go to uni unless you're wanting that. Engineer, doctor, yeah. lawyer, it needs accreditation. Yes, yeah, okay. totally. Amazing. All right. Pooch, we have a few questions from a few. There's um, one lady who's actually said, um, George, why is my ex husband such an arsehole? But so the thing is, I knew, what we... was, I knew there was going to be something. As I said, no mentor. He's not, he's not a dating specialist. Yeah. Why is that? Oh. What, what do I have to say oh, to that? God. What oh, do you God. say? Make it make a suggestion. Oh, yeah, make it one suggestion. Back. There you go. Why? Be an arsehole. Yeah. Don't he, go to university. Yeah, Don't go. Yeah, no, if he if he's being an arsehole, call him up and be a bit of an arsehole back and give him a dose of his own fucking medicine. <laughs> wow. What would you give us an example of being an arsehole? What would you do? Ooh, I, 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 I want I this to be like yeah. sort of pathetic. Did you ever hear no. about the guy who divorced his wife and he, he she moved in next door, so he built a massive statue with a middle finger facing yeah. her I house. See, I did see that. <laughs> so yeah. every morning she was waking up, she'd see his massive middle finger statue. <laughs> so is that an example? That's amazing. Of, that's, no, that's, that's I mean, that just—it's a bit excessive. Oh, really, okay. Isn't it? <laughs> An actual good question is from David McIntosh, and he's shout asked, out David McIntosh. Shout out David McIntosh. David McIntosh Junior. Actually, did any of the amazing marketing stunts ever land George a date and a girlfriend uh, yes that time we did a date table I don't know if you saw it where I pop, popped up a table for the, for a whole day and went on asked people to come and join me for a five minute date went on about 91 dates that day wow um, yeah it was outrageous it was, wow. really, it was great because it was a true representation of what our product is um, 
and we did it live. We did it there and then, and we just said, come join us. I was sat there in a full tux with my bow tie on, just waiting for a date, reading the paper, some flowers on the table, two cups of coffee. Proper, did know. anyone offer you to... You know, leave your spot. Uh, no, not really. It was quite oh, weird if the girl said that. Really, like, I'm ganging for a show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went on 91 that day. They didn't really materialise, to be mm. honest. Um, without being disrespectful, some of the caliber was a bit low. Oh, I see. Wow. <laughs> but there okay. were a few people that. Were, I can imagine were you cool. attracted a lot of mums that day. Mm. There were a few, but you you had to turn it on when you sat down. It was like, so what brings you here to Tottenham Court Road? Working, are you? Why are you here? Like it was yeah, it was an absolute. Yeah. I don't want to say it was a front because I don't want to sort of. Oh, you weren't really being your full self. I, I was, but I had to. It had to be. You know, it was people sitting down constantly. Mm. It was like, okay. Boom, boom, here we go. Right, and we go again. Uh, Game face okay. on. Yeah. When, when's, like, the ne- when's the next stunt? Next stunt's tomorrow, actually. Is it? Oh, it is. Can we come and join it? What is it? Chad, if you want, we're doing. Um, we're doing a. Uh, I think it's it's. Good. It might be a whiteboard. It might be a sandwich board. But it's a message to um, my. It says uh, to my asshole boss. Um, You've stolen all my ideas. Now I'm screwing you. I quit. We'd love your ex-marketing manager at Honeypot Dating. Ah, nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I see so, what you're doing now. Yeah, it's like, more commercial. It is. It's the more commercial. So it's like a, a, a public, yeah, it's a public quitting like, of the job. And we don't know, we're just trying to work out the wording of what we're going to say right now, but we're going to basically shame a boss. Amazing. Okay. And the thing is, the boss Are these is real us. stories? No, they just come from our fucked up heads. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. So okay. can we throw some ideas Yeah, yeah, out yeah totally. If you, okay. if you throw some ideas out there. Do one know, now. Uh, I'll lob, I'll throw Ian out of a window like 10 stories high. <laughs> Great idea. Broken legs. Brilliant. And then be like, and then leave his like dead body on the floor <laughs> yeah. just put a sandwich board over it being like, Dull love from your ex. <laughs> Never cheat me again, you fucker. Brilliant. They're all stories around like relationships and okay. dating. You know, we've got one about like, gonna go rig a, a tube situation where you're coming back from a one night stand and it's like I have to I'm doing this to prove to the girl I won't ghost her I had a one night stand oh that's you really good it? so it's I like it's little things that is like good that. I might I like just that. send a mariachi band to my ex-girlfriend she works in a Lion King uh, theatre production oh, really? nice. so I might just send like one of those into like to film. Korea yeah yeah to, in Korea <laughs> as well so that would be interesting <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's not really that's more trying to get your ex back <laughs> is, yeah. so can you help Ollie get his ex back and that'll go really badly and then I'll be like oh I've got to start dating again true better go to honeypot there you go yeah. when, when can Ollie and I get on your app yeah. uh, it's you can get wait till the update's done with the stories because mm-hmm. at the moment I'm proud of where we've got to but I'm constantly wanting to make it better wait till this story feature's done okay. and then of course in a couple of months we're having a whole revamp on our beta MVP to take it to the next level amazing. yeah get it in a couple of weeks in a week, in a week. Right. amazing yeah. well look this has been amazing this We've, has been great fun this has been very fun I don't think this is the, the last time we'll see you um, particularly with all these crazy ideas I've got about these stunts <laughs> um, but no big thank you from the dog days and uh, we'll see you very soon where yeah. can our listeners find you um, and where can they find the data now? Yeah, they More can find you just go to the App Store Android store and type in Honeypot, it will come up. Um, we're on Instagram. We just really use Instagram, to be honest, and mm. LinkedIn. Uh, honeypot.dating, and then I'm George.Rawlings. For all you lovely ladies out there. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Anyone's out there? <laughs> oh, anyone. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thank you. Yeah, thank you so thank much. Thank you, man. Thank Cheers. you. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at Dog Days Pod. Leave us a comment, let us know what you think, and we'll see you next week.